0: Um, welcome back, and I'm saying that to myself as well, I have not sat down and recorded a podcast in literally a month when I said it would be weekly, um, that is my fault, I've been preoccupied with midterms, we just had midterms this last month, hello, a little intermission from editing Christina, um, it is currently January of 2023, and I recorded this back in October, so... I've been a little busy the past couple months, but I'm back, hopefully, for a good amount of time. Yeah. Um, My perfectionism is if it's not perfect, then I can't do it, so I kind of ignored this for a while, but anyways, no more excuses, we're getting back to it, Um, enjoy the rest of this, and if I make anything that doesn't line up with what year and time it is, then just please ignore it. Um, Thank you. Enjoy. (laughs) Um, Preparing for my competitions, all this stuff. So personal life caught up to me, but I do want to make it a weekly thing for this, for myself and for the podcast's sake. So welcome back to my podcast Headspace. I'm your host, Christina Miller. And before I begin on today's topic, I listened to my last one. Keep in mind, my very first one. I had no idea what was. Well, I knew I had some idea what I was doing because I listened to podcasts. But I was so, I was definitely performing. If that makes sense, I the amount of times I giggled and laughed, dude. Even when I was editing it out, I was like, this is way too much. And when I listened back to it, I was like, oh my god, I'm Jesus Christ. So I'm going to try to refrain from being so poised and like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> cute funny little things (laughs) I'm so quirky (laughs) you know Um, I'm gonna really try to refrain from that because I just want to be I want this to be a very uh, transparent platform I want this to be very relaxing calm therapeutic for me and whoever's listening so without further ado today's topic which is confidence oh my gosh whoa Sorry, we have a tornado warning at school right now. Well, not warning. We have, we're on watch until like 7 p.m. And it's currently like 1 p.m. And like, I have a porch door to like my room. Like I go out to a balcony um, and it just like made noises. So the wind's like really strong today. Anyways, going back to our topic, (laughs) confidence. Um, I'm confident that we may or may not get a tornado today. But confidence, it is such a broad term and i feel like before i had it it was a really tricky thing to get cuz i had no idea what it was and like wh- how, how do you do that like i don't i don't really know um, i do know now I'm not 100% there i'm like 98% there i would say but everyone has our everyone has their moments and no one's perfect so i think 98% is pretty good but today we're going to talk about confidence i'm going to talk about where i got it from how i gained it tips For it, all this stuff, but then how the aftermath kind of affects you because I had this sense of faking it till I make it, but I faked it for so long that I'm almost at a point where I don't know if I made it yet. So that makes sense, but we'll get into more of that later. But to start off, let's talk about who I was before I gained confidence and gained a voice and just kind of figured myself out. So as a kid, I was so shy i was so shy i recalling being scared of people like i was that shy um other kids like on the playground like if i go to the playground for like a saturday or something that's not the worst but i would still be pretty shy let me think i remember i don't know i would there's this one time when my i was six years old me and my parents were on a cruise and they left us in like the daycare center so they could go have like their fun cruise time like watching adult things like shows and having adult dinners like you know date night and whatnot you know adulty things that kids are not allowed because they were in the mood or whatever so they dropped us off at these daycare places well place and I remember crying my eyes out because I was so scared there was also a mascot there. I was very scared of mascots when I was little, so that also has something to do with it. But I was just so freaked out. I was like, I don't know anybody here. I don't. I don't want to be here. Like the adults, the kids. It, it was just all freaky to me. And I remember just crying my eyes out for like ten solid minutes. Ugh, ten solid minutes, not wanting to leave. And once I got in there, I just sat by myself for the longest time. And I was like, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to talk to anybody. Like this is weird. I don't know anybody. So that was always that was the most that was the youngest I remember being so freaked out of just meeting new people and I was just so shy and I don't know if you maybe I wasn't shy maybe I was just like I had issues I'm not really sure but I did not like meeting new people and it was I don't know it was always a thing um when my parents friends came over for like dinners and you know grills and cookouts and whatnot I was so weirdly nervous around them. Like, I didn't. I was scared of them. Like, I was like, I don't know you. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Um, and it wasn't like strange or danger. I've known these people literally my whole life. Like, I still know them to this day, and I'm 19 years old, almost 20. It was just so weird. And even like visiting family members was really awkward because I was so shy of them. Because we all don't live in the same state. My immediate family were the only ones who were in Georgia. My mom, my dad, my brother, and me were the only ones in Georgia. So it's just really weird. I don't know. I was just always a shy kid, but I will say karate had a lot to do with me getting out of my comfort zone because it's actually a funny story. When we signed up for karate, my brother, we both grew up watching Jackie Chan and Kung Fu movies and all the he was like, I want to learn how to punch people. I want to learn how to fight. So my parents were like, um, maybe not that, but we'll take you to karate lessons. So I go along with, because I can't be left at home alone because I'm literally seven years old at this point. And we go into the studio and there's a friendly man there. I still know him to this day. Friendly man there. He's like, my brother's talking to me. My brother's always been so talkative to people. He would talk to strangers on the street as a kid, which is not safe, but that happened before. Um, he he was like okay so you want to take karate he's like yeah and he looks at me and he's like would you like to take karate and I look up at this man and I'm so scared to say no I'm just like sure I remember in that moment feeling so terrified and shy and I don't know I was so unable to just say no I'm good and have like my free will of choice and say that um apparently in the end I wasn't gonna have a choice my parents were like we were gonna put you in there anyways, I'm like, oh, great, so, saved myself from that terror, but it was, ah, that, that was, that was, that was a moment, but I'm glad I did accidentally say, sure, because if I didn't, I wouldn't be, well, apparently I would, but, um, it felt like my choice, which made it a lot better, um, but in karate, and i'm not trying to sound like super zen <laughs> and like super like discipline is the way like this is the way like super like mandalorian star wars type of stuff but it was they did teach you discipline they taught you how to use your voice because in karate you have to do karate yells and as you're doing forums and stuff like that and my karate instructor he knew that i was shy so he made me stand up in front of everybody and do my form alone and all these little things but they got me out of my comfort zone and being able to put a voice to I guess movement in a way so same thing like performers are um not trying to compare but I'm trying to like contrast compare and contrast if that makes sense um but like dancing takes a lot of guts to do a solo on stage right and express your emotion the way you want to and to be super into your dance like I I've done dance before and I don't think I could do that like that's that's a lot that's a lot to put into it's a very vulnerable moment um similar to karate in the way you have to use karate yells and you feel stupid in front of people and that's something I'm actually going to talk about in a second um but you feel stupid in that moment you're like this is so stupid like what that what in the world um but I was in karate for 11 years and by my fourth year i got my first degree black belt and that gave me a load of confidence once you get your first degree black belt you walk around like you own the place and i definitely did um not own the place but i definitely walked around like i did but and then i moved to my second and then i was like "Ooh, i got two that's cool and then i got to my third and i was like oh yeah i am pretty cool because i was the highest that anyone's ever gone in our studio student-wise our instructors were you know seventh um the highest was a seventh degree black belt um and the highest you can go in our studio is nine but that that's a lifelong commitment that i was personally not gonna have happen honestly um but i went to my third and then i got my fourth right before i went to college um and that was really cool so getting all these forms I guess of validation that I am successful and that I earned for a reason that gave me confidence in a way um but not just kind of getting the validation from a black belt gave me about like you know confidence but the skills I learned throughout karate gave me the confidence that I need today um once I was a um, first degree black belt after four years I started teaching so for the past well for seven years of my life I led warm-ups, I led classes, I did sparring matches, I did judging at some point and I took many authoritative jobs in the studio which was very, it definitely boosted my confidence because in that moment it made me like the leader in a sense so it gave me a job and I had to make a choice for what we did that day or if it was like a, a summer camp scenario I had to control the room and make sure that they knew that I was in charge and stuff like that. So, it's super. It sounds like super, like minuscule things, maybe, but all those things definitely played a role into my confidence and how I speak today. I remember when my pageant coast pageant coach first scouted me. She was like, "You're so well spoken. What in the world?" And my mom said, "She teaches karate. She's very vocal in her studio." And she's like, "Ah, makes sense," because when you're standing in front of a classroom just yelling random things and trying to teach a class and you have to think on your feet especially with younger kids it's you you learn how to think really quick and kind of tune into your your voice with that if that makes sense so I have to be very quick on my feet with how I think and what I say in teaching which taught me a lot about how to be a good public speaker and how to voice what I'm thinking and you know, just overall have an impression when I talk. And I think that's what catches people's attention usually pretty quick. Um, Even coming to college, people notice that first thing. Um, They're like, wow, you just speak very well. And I'm like, well, I've taught karate. I've, you know, led classes, but I'm also a pageant girl. So I've been able to sharpen my skills when it comes to public speaking. Um, So that's something I'm super grateful for when it comes to that. But being able to have all these skills and push myself out of my comfort zone is how I was personally able to gain confidence and I really do owe karate a lot of how I gain confidence because if I didn't have it I would be nowhere where I am today but I also owe was that a voice crack I don't know but I also owe pageantry a lot when it comes to confidence because pageant confidence is so different from day-to-day confidence pageant confidence is like I'm owning myself my brand who I am and you just got to take it or leave it. That's the kind of confidence pageantry is, and I'll get into more of that later. That's very specific, and I love talking about it, but it's very specific. But, so, where I was before was obviously not where I am now, but it took a lot of time and practice. Confidence definitely takes practice. But now I'm going to talk about the concept where you feel stupid in a situation where you're really not. So, I think a big shifting moment in realizing that I can be confident anywhere I go is realizing that I don't look stupid doing everything now let me explain (laughs) whenever you start something new um whether it's sports or hobbies or anything else the first time you do it you're like this is so stupid why in the world that's only because it's out of your comfort zone it feels weird to you it feels unnatural it's just out of your little bubble of comfort and doing things that you usually do and your body's like what in the world are you doing i feel really uncomfy right now i don't like this so when you get out of your get out of your i um, sorry whoa when you get out of your comfort zone you feel uncomfortable because your body whenever it's in any sort of pain so secondhand embarrassment or embarrassment in general or you just feel stupid that's in pain so whenever your body Feels like it's in pain. It's going to do everything and anything to get out of that pain. So that's how sometimes when you feel super uncomfortable, you do really funny things to get out of that uncomfortable situation. And you look back at that and say, "Oh my gosh, that was just so embarrassing." That's what happens because your fight or flight response says, "Flight, flight, flight. I need to get away from this. No matter how weird it looks, I'm going to get away from the situation." That's what that is. Um, if that makes any sense. So. Have you ever had, for example, have you ever had a really awkward conversation with somebody and you end it on a really weird note, like like say it's like really awkward with a cashier and they're like, how's your day going? You're like, good. And you're like, wait, that was what? I don't know. You say something weird and then you end the whole conversation with, she's like, enjoy your food and you say, you too. And you're like, dang it. You are so concerned with how the conversation and the interaction is going that you do everything and anything to get out of it so you just say the easiest thing that comes to mind which is you too and you walk away sometimes it's not the most appropriate response but also sometimes just because you just weren't thinking about what you were saying but I've had situations where I say you too because I just want to get out of the conversation and I'm like crap that was not the right response I'm sorry but when it comes to karate yells and even pageant walks, and pageant posture, and how you look in pageants, and all those things. The thing that I was taught, and I had to keep reminding myself, is that I'm the only one who thinks I look stupid. Because, think about it, this is what I teach my students when I was back in teaching karate, and as I'm mentoring girls now, this is what I teach them. You're the only one who thinks you look stupid. Because, if you see a professional doing what they're doing say you see a professional martial artist and they're doing those loud yells they're doing the facial expressions they're doing the dramatics the theatrics they're doing those stances they're hitting those like all the angles they're doing all they need to do you're gonna look at them and say oh my gosh you look really cool you look really awesome versus you see someone else who has a really weak karate yell kind of laughing at themselves doesn't really know what they're doing that doesn't look as cool, that doesn't look as confident, huh? one might say, so whenever you're starting something new, whenever you are, you feel uncomfortable, lean into it, I, I, I shivered by that because that doesn't sound fun, but lean into it, lean into whatever you are uncomfortable by because that's how you're going to get out of your, your, wow, that's how you are going to get out of your comfort zone and get over the fact that you think you look stupid, get over that you think you look stupid you don't you don't you are the only one who thinks that and if other people are thinking that then they better not say anything because then they're just mean but you're the only one who thinks you look stupid so how that relates to pageantry when I got into pageants that's when I had a good grounding and understanding of what the phrase you're the only one who thinks you look stupid that's how I got into pageantry so fast and that's how I became successful so fast within pageantry because I just threw myself into it. Um, Third year, won my first state title and placed top 12 at nationals. Fourth year, placed top 5. I keep throwing myself into it. So, And since Editing Christina is here, I'm here to say that I made first runner-up overall at this past national pageant and won three of the optional contests in my age division and placed in every single one top 20 in the world and top five in my division so (laughs) it, it, it it speaks for itself is all i gotta say so continue in pageantry the way i went about it is they told me to do a certain posture on stage i said okay let's go they told me how to conduct a personal introduction which I was never, ever the most preppy girl to be like, hi, my name is so-and-so and I love food. Like that is something I've not always been really comfortable doing because I thought it was so cringy. I thought it was so awkward and weird, but that was just simply outside of my comfort zone in that moment. Is it weird and cringy? Maybe, but that's pageant sometimes, I will admit. But in that moment, I was like, okay, this is outside of my comfort zone. Let's push past that and lean into it. And now I don't feel stupid doing it. Because now I look at myself and I see other girls looking up towards me because they're like, wow, how in the world did she do it? And I'm like, because I know I don't look stupid. I know in this field, that is what's professional. That is what's scored the highest. This is what's good in this field. Now, you don't want to go and like, I don't know, like my, my karate instructor described it as, no, you don't want to go in the middle of a grocery store and start karate yelling because you're going to look crazy. But When you apply that mindset to certain things within your field of expertise, so dancing. If you're a dancer and you apply the, I don't look stupid, only I think that, you're going to lean into the emotion, you're going to lean into that expression and how you dance and your ability to dance so much better if you just get over the fact that you think you look stupid, right? Um, And it's really just getting over it or getting through it, however you want to view it, but you just kind of have to rip up the band-aid that's kind of how I think about it same thing with school if you're like dang I really don't want to go to tutoring I think I look so stupid if I go to tutoring I really don't want extra help I think I look so stupid which I need to get better at like I don't want to look stupid in a setting where I probably shouldn't be looking stupid say you're in like grad school or even like undergrad wherever you're at in your life and you're like dang I don't want to go to tutoring because I think I'm gonna look stupid if you don't first of all Tutoring are for smart people. Just saying. If you go to tutoring, you're smart. Period. Point blank. Because you're using your advantages. And yeah, anyways, we're not going to get into that. But once you start going to tutoring, you're going to get the material much more. You're going to lean into your uncomfortable zone. Outside of your comfort zone. You're going to lean into not understanding the information by going to tutoring and understanding that you need to work harder on this. And you're going to work harder on it you're gonna get better grades. Now I can't guarantee all that. That's like, grades are so like, I don't even know, like school system's corrupt and everything's crazy, but you get the basic picture. So just lean into whatever you are so uncomfortable doing. Even if it's a new hobby, say it's like piano lessons. Make the mistakes, let your fingers just do whatever they're doing on the keyboard and just let it happen. And then then you know not to do it next time. So it's really just all about leaning into it Getting over, getting through the fact that you think you look stupid and you're the only one who thinks that. Ooh, one thing I want to talk about is besides all that, when it comes to confidence, do anything you can to get there. So this is where I mean fake it till you make it. So there's like two sides to this. So, so there's one side where you can genuinely fake it till you make it, but then there's the other side where do whatever you can to be confident. Those are completely different. So when I say do whatever you can to be confident, I mean if you want to do your hair every day because that's what makes you feel good, do that. If you want to leave your hair natural because that's what makes you feel good, do that. Because if that makes you confident, that's what matters. It does not matter what other people think about you. And confidence, by the way, is not getting validation from what other people think about you. Confidence is from acceptance from within and validating yourself which is a hard thing to do, especially in today's day and age with social media and comparison. And literally, I, I cannot imagine being like 13 years old in this day and age. Um, that's actually something I worry about all the time for our young generation. <laughs> that sounded super weird, but you get what I mean. So, oh, the door is mm, the wind. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but the door is cracking because of the wind. You know, it makes like the old door sound when it's windy outside anyways it's kind of nice very fall <laughs> but when i like for me personally i like doing my makeup every day not like a ton because that would kill my skin and my pores would be so clogged but i like to put my put mascara on every day cover my dark circles put some eyebrows on my face I like to do that because that's what makes me feel confident. That's what makes me feel put together. Even if I don't go anywhere, I still put makeup on. I still put a little bit of tint on, a little bit of blush on because it makes me feel good. It's part of my routine too. And I like to stick into my routines. But do the little things to get you there. If you're trying to be more confident into your in your skin, learn to love yourself. That's where you have to learn to love yourself in that situation. Don't fake it till you make it in a sense but do what you can to be confident. So that's where that falls under. So say you want to learn how to love your natural face, how your face is naturally. Do what you can first and then you can take away from there. So for example, do what your regular makeup routine is if that's what you use to cover your face. Um, So you have acne marts, freckles, something that you just don't like about your face. First of all, you beautiful. Just got to say that. There's no one else like you. You beautiful. And if anyone has something to say about it, um, come to me because I will fourth degree black belt chop them up like crazy (laughs) but say you have a scar on your face that you're really not like keen on showing the world um and you want to cover it up if you want to cover it for the rest of your life because that's what makes you feel comfortable do it I understand oops sorry I hit the mic I understand just do it but I urge you to be comfortable in your own skin to be comfortable in going out looking the way you do naturally because you are beautiful Um, we're on like a whole different topic now, but if that makes sense, it's really just do what you need to do in order to make yourself feel confident. And, oh, what I was talking about before was if you want to get used to feeling more comfortable in your own skin, start wearing less and less makeup every week or something like that. Do things where you don't just do it all at once, you know, work yourself into it, work yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, because confidence does take practice I cannot reiterate that enough it does take practice because girl you cannot change it in one night you cannot change in one weekend I mean maybe a little bit but like it takes work especially habits and repetition that takes work so don't like beat yourself up if you can't do it in like one week because you're not supposed to humans were habitual creatures we don't just change overnight We have to work ourselves into a routine. We have to work ourselves into a mindset. And that goes with everything. So don't be so hard on yourself. And that, again, goes with everything. But when it comes to faking it till you make it, I like this because it works. (laughs) I'll be honest, it works. Um, I know that the phrase, not the phrase, but like the concept of being delusional is very, not very popular, but in like the whole, you know, mindset and philosophical, like, you know fun topics being delusional is a very like you know talked about thing and how it can actually help it's almost like manifestation if you will I'm not really huge on manifestation but I think it's very good um it's very much like positive affirmations in the morning that's very good but I think that faking it till you make it is good but you have to realize when you made it and that's where I'm at right now actually and I'll talk about that so where I am now with confidence is I know I can walk into any interview room, any room in the world, and speak my mind. And if someone has a problem with it, that's not my problem. That's their problem. I know I can do that now. I know that I can handle any human, any group of people, any situation gracefully. Maybe not totally gracefully because I'm still human. But I know I can handle it in a way where I will not leave thinking that I could have done something better. I know that I am at a place well, I'm very confident in my confidence, if that makes sense. I'm very secure with who I am. I'm very secure with how I deal with people and how I deal with things and challenges and all those things. I'm very secure in that. So confidence is also about finding yourself in a way. This is really all over the place, honestly, but, um, so that's where I am currently now with confidence, but I will say faking it till you make it is a good concept to a point when you have made it now my issue that I'm still working on I'm almost there is realizing that I did make it so (laughs) what I've been doing for the past two years I've I, I had a really um low confidence um phase about two years ago when COVID first started I was just so lost and everything I was looking for validation from so many outside sources and I just didn't know what to do but Lately, I've been realizing that I've been doing that and I need to look for validation from within myself and acceptance from within myself. So the way I've been doing that is telling myself when I do a good job and telling myself that, wow, that was cool. And telling myself that I'm really successful and telling myself that I can do it and that I'm successful and that I got big things coming. But for the longest time, and this this really has to do with pageantry, For the longest time i was faking it till i make it because i observed the other girls i observed the winners i observed the queens and how they interacted and i I just observed everybody and i was like okay this is how they act this is how they interact everything like this and i almost turned into a chameleon almost if that makes sense i don't know i just blended in with everybody else i made sure that i blended in which helped me a lot because i fit the not the stereotype but i fit because there is a stereotype but there really isn't honestly Um, especially in today's world because pageants are advancing we're growing into the new societal age if that makes sense but I just started to fit in more if that makes sense not that I didn't before everyone can fit in on their own terms like we're all our own humans which is what I really like the thing that pageants highlight they highlight individuality weirdly enough not weirdly enough but you wouldn't be able to tell if you weren't in them um, but they really do they do highlight individuality they they love uniqueness and girls but for the longest time i was faking it till i made it apparently i made it like a year ago i just didn't realize it and i was still trying to look for validation from outside sources um because looking back on it now i was like girl i was there a year ago because every time i went on stage every time i was in an interview in an interview oh my gosh my words are all over the place in an interview, anytime that I was performing, I always thought I was someone else. It always felt like a dream. It didn't feel real. And I was like, just kind of numb to it, if it makes sense. I kind of like black out whenever I'm like in that performing stage, if that makes sense. But then I had to learn, once I started taking everything in, then I had to learn that I'm actually really good at what I do. And I don't mean that in a very big headed way. I'm just saying like, I've worked my butt off have the skills that i have and even now i'm saying this it's like sitting in i'm good at what i do and i want to be able to provide that for other girls and i want to be able to teach girls that <laughs> acceptance comes from within and that's like my whole model when it comes to pageantry that's what i'm talking about when fake it till you make it becomes a little damaging because you have to keep tabs on when you do make it so if you do fake it till you make it i'm totally for it I think that's a great way to get there because it's I don't it just works I don't know like just like kind of throwing yourself into it that's kind of what it is is you just immediately throw yourself into it you are absolutely clueless but no one needs to know that right no one needs to know but you're doing it so every time you make a milestone or every time you make like you you achieve something whatever you're faking to whatever you're faking to you making whoa that you know what I'm saying um, whatever you're doing that in, make sure you recognize yourself for that because the times that you don't recognize yourself for the accomplishments that you have achieved based on your own work, that's where you're gonna lose yourself and you're not gonna realize when you have made it. And I think that's what I made a mistake on is that whenever I did make an achievement, I was like, okay, let's go let's go further. I just kept pushing myself. I didn't pause and say, good job, Christina. That was really hard, but you did it. I just said, okay, I gotta keep going which is so hard and strenuous, and I support it, go for it, like keep pushing yourself, but take the time to recognize when you make an accomplishment, even the tiniest thing, say you, let's talk about patches for example, say last year in an interview you scored a 7.5, let's say this year you score an 8.1, that's a big deal, you need to, you don't have to go out and celebrate and like eat a whole cake and I don't know, like do crazy stuff, but Take a moment and recognize that, wow, I improved so much in the last year. Let's see how much I can do in the next year. Take a moment and realize that your accomplishments are significant to faking it till you make it. Because once you make it, you're there. there, You made it. And you can't fake it anymore. And plus, it's so much better for your mental health as well. Because then you can actually sit in your success and just take it in. And it's just so much better that way and nothing flies by and you're just like wow I'm like you're just so much more content with who you are you're just so much more content with your success you're so much more at peace you don't feel all busy in your head you're just like yes I did that I think that's when fake it till you make it becomes a little dangerous and I think that's a way you can do to prevent it so to speak about this in a confidence aspect and point of view fake it till you make it (laughs) And it's it's harder to do with confidence than the actual skill set because a skill set is physical. You can just force yourself to, well, depends, but you can just kind of force yourself to get into it and make mistakes and do all the things. But confidence is a literal concept you have to carry with you. And I get how that can be hard to fake till you make it, but it's possible. So when do you fake it till you make it when it comes to confidence? That's going to be a really hard thing to keep saying over and over again, fake it till you make it. Um... When you do it with confidence, you you have to get over this mental block in your head that you're not confident. You have to get over the mental block. Try doing things that go out of your comfort zone. So maybe you're walking by on the street, looking up from your phone and just simply giving them a friendly smile and a nod. I know that something as small as that can sometimes take a lot of guts. But doing that is one little small thing that you can work on so work on it little by little um another thing you can do to improve your confidence is if you're in class and you have a question if the teacher asks a question and you know the answer raise your hand you know the answer answer that in question <laughs> um and of course you don't have to do this unless you're absolutely sure you know the answer um I remember I used to only raise my hand if I absolutely know the answer but so now I'm at the point where I'm like I don't care if I get it wrong I just want to see if I'm right so you raise your hand you're like is it this and they're like no actually and you're like oh okay never mind I'm at the point now where I don't beat myself up if I don't know the answer. So that's so random, but that has a lot to do with confidence, I think. So when it comes to little things like that, that's how you can ease yourself into being confident. Now, when it comes to maybe your style or how you present yourself or how you look, maybe there's a certain makeup style that you really want to do, but you don't have the guts to do it. Or a certain outfit that you really want to do, but you don't have the guts to do it work your way up to it or if you're like me just put it on and don't look back just don't even look back just go for it because I like ripping off the bandit when it comes to a lot of things I like I don't like sugarcoating stuff I like the straight truth I like it immediately I like everything just in raw just everything raw as it is so I can adapt to it faster and I can learn from it faster that's just how I work but if you're (laughs) if you need that kind of stuff then just do it if you want to wear the makeup look just do it and don't look back don't even think about getting that makeup wipe out makeup wipe out just do it um same thing with outfits just do it um if confidence like relies in let me think again style I, I always think of clothing I feel like a lot of people are not confident in their style just Rocket. whenever i see a girl just expressing her style i'm not even like the outfit i will still compliment her because i'm still giving her and not that i'm just giving her validation not that you should be looking for validation but it's nice to hear that every once in a while it's nice to get some you know reassurance every once in a while i get that but don't be looking for validation reassurance is nice but no don't get validation from other people just saying um unless it's like absolutely needed and like a scenario, but like that's a different subject. I reassurance is nice. So, whenever I see a girl wearing a outfit that she is just so confident to be in, I confident her, uh, uh, confident, I compliment her outfit, but I'm really complimenting her, her choice to wear the outfit because I can tell it's very much her style. She's very confident in what she's wearing. I'm really complimenting her confidence in wearing what she's wearing. Not that it's like, oh my god, how dare you wear that? <laughs> Good for you, girl not in that sense, in like a, wow, that's definitely her style, she looks really good in that, you look so good, and having that reassurance makes you feel, you're gonna remember that person for like the next week, like I remember when someone, this one girl, I was out with my friends, and this one girl came up to me, she's like, you're the prettiest girl here right now, and I was like, what in the world are you talking about, thank you so much, that gave me so much confidence, I, I've, I still think about it now, and that was, like, over a month ago. That that gave just gave me so much confidence. And wherever I go now, I just express myself and what I wear and how my makeup is, and I just do what I want, you know? And it's, it's definitely something that's easier said than done, but just slowly work yourself up to it. That's just something I cannot reiterate. You know, it takes practice. Confidence takes practice. You're not just going to change overnight. You have to just ease yourself into it. And you can even do those in steps of ripping off the band-aid. So say you have a whole list of things you want to get better about. Tackle one of them once a week. If you want to, every other day. However you want to work, do it. But you just have to get through that mindset of what other people are thinking about you. And I think that has a lot to do with confidence. is because we're always concerned with what other people think about us. Social media is taking up our entire lives i think that's a new pandemic honestly i'm just kidding i sound like a mom but i'm low-key not gonna lie um <laughs> but it also takes a lot of guts to just get over what other people are thinking and especially if you come from a place where you are judged a lot in your childhood in school or by your siblings or by your parents even or other family members or just people in your life who just judged you i get that that's a hard place to come from and i get that it makes it harder sometimes to get out of your comfort zone, because to be honest, you have trauma, like, that's an issue, so maybe talk to somebody about it, um, I I don't, I don't mean a therapist unless you want to, maybe talk to your friends, maybe get some reassurance from them saying, hey, like, is this actually, like, cool, like, like, can't, like, if I wear what I want, like, do you think people really mind, like, I don't know, whatever question you have, I know everyone has, like, a question in their head, they always have, like, a question, I always have questions in my head when it comes to, like, what I'm thinking, I'm always like, what if, what do you, what do you think they're gonna say about this, but in a sense of, like, who, who's close to me, and who mattered to me, so, like, I've had times where I go to my friend, and I'm like, was I really like this, or I ask her, like, um, did I really look like, like, like I owned it today, she'd be like, girl, yeah, <laughs> girl, you got it, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, you know, just getting the reassurance, honestly, I apologize, this was all over the place with everything i just have a lot to say about confidence and where i was i hope the things i said got to you and everything i I just hope it made sense it was very unorganized but at least how i was talking it felt unorganized but i hope that everything made sense um of course if you have any questions you can dm me on my instagram christina nicole miller no spaces no dots no nothing um but now i'm going to answer some questions for you guys to get more specific in what we're talking about so the first question is how do you stay in a set mindset in a stressful situation hmm. this is more about like a secure mindset in a stressful situation i guess in a confidence mindset in a stressful situation that's hard i've always been someone who's pretty good under pressure there's actually this one time I lost, well, someone took my baggage off my, off my flight, and it wasn't theirs, thank god they didn't steal it, I got it back, don't worry, but I like calmly told the flight attendant, I was like, someone took my luggage off, and they took me to the front desk um, of my gate, and one of the ladies was sitting there, she's like, how are you so calm, I'm like, I don't know, I've always been told I'm pretty good under stress, um, but later I like cried about it, and was really stressed out, so <laughs> I guess I wasn't, but When it comes to being confident in stressful situations, um, the first thing that comes to mind is, okay, there's two. In a relatable sense, maybe someone's actively talking down on you and making you feel pretty crappy. And how do you stay confident in that situation? Um, And the other situation is, like, say there's, of course, in pageantry, if they're calling, like, top ten and top five and they haven't called your name yet, how do you stay confident? That's a whole nother thing. Oh my God, I might even talk about that, but they're very similar. When you're in a situation where like someone's talking down on you or you're in a stressful situation where you're questioning your confidence, um, that can be with anything. Say it's like right before a public speech or an interview or a test or literally anything that's really you know stressful. You have to remind yourself that it's okay to be stressed. That is completely fine. We have to remind yourself that you are that girl or you are that guy. You know, you are the boss and you you come as you are if that makes sense. So, say you're in a situation where somebody's talking down on you and you've already been really secure with who you are, and you're very confident, but someone just starts talking trash for no reason. You're like, "What in the world?" you have to realize that most of the time, the people who are talking trash about you, they don't know you. They don't know every single detail of your life. They don't know what you've been through. They don't know what you've had to go through to get to where you are. So realistically, they have no say. They have no say in your personality. They have no say in your character, your are nothing. They have no say in whatever you do. And that's something I also had to get used to. Um, It's easier said than done, again. To just ignore people like that because if you used to be in the mindset of I want people to be pleased with whatever I do, you're people pleaser. If you used to be in that mindset and you got to confidence and I you're like, I'm on top of the world and you have this moment of vulnerability and somebody's poking at you with that, it's hard to not resort back to your old self or how you were before and say, oh my gosh, they're totally right. I should definitely... You know be more aware of how other people think about me no 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 you have got to stop that you've got to push that out of your head you can't be doing that in that specific situation like someone's bullying you or just giving you crap for no reason you have to sorry you have to push it away you have to ignore it unless it's constructive criticism maybe take it constructive criticism I was gonna say never hurt anybody but low-key kind of does but it's good for you (laughs) I will say that but it's constructive but it's criticism if someone's just giving you crap don't take it and that's something easier said than done like I said but you have to be and this comes with confidence but you have to be very secure in who you are and what you bring to the table and that comes with finding acceptance within yourself and validating yourself for who you are and that's something you have to practice again something you have to practice so whenever that kind of thing comes up or even maybe you're talking badly about yourself and you're stressed out because you're badly you're talking badly about yourself i've been there you need to remind yourself that you've worked so hard to get to where you are or maybe you're just starting or maybe you know you're just in a rut right now. You have to give yourself grace when it comes to that. So that's what I would say about stressful situations. But you also have to remember we're all human. It's okay to have low days, girl. I last week, I think it was last week. Like every couple of weeks, like I always have a good day where I'm like, wow. I'm just not there. I'm just not there yet. But then other days I'm like, I am on top of the world. I'm on top of my grind. Everything's going great. I love the year but we don't always have those days. So you've got to remember that we're human. You can't be perfect all the time. And I'm literally saying this for myself right now too, but you know, we're human, relax. But on those days where you do feel a little lower than usual, you have to remind yourself that either you're new to this or that you're taking your time or, well, actually, and that you've worked so hard to get to where you are. And I think that's, Really, what happens in like stressful situations like that? Um, next question What's some tips you have for girls who have never been on a big stage? Okay, so we're going pageant around this time. So, (laughs) for a big stage, it's freaky, I'm not gonna lie, because you just have all these like eyes and people looking at you, and you're just like sitting there, chilling there, like, hey, what's up? This kind of goes back to you know you're the only one who, you're the only one who feels stupid, I, I remember when I first walked in the pageant stage, again, had to rip it off like a band-aid, but I felt so stupid, I, I, all you do is walk and smile, like that, that's it, but now that I'm in here for five years, there's so much more at a stage, you're literally modeling, you're walking, you're giving an impression, you're, making eye contact with judges, you know, you're, you're doing your facials, you know, you're doing your little walk, like, there's so much more now, but when I first started, I was like, what in the world, it's really weird, but same thing goes for any stage performers, when it comes to theater, dancing, um, music performance, pageantry, anything at all that requires a stage, heck, bodybuilding, you just gotta own it, again, this comes from the whole make it to you make it you're the only one who thinks you look stupid concept that that that's what that it really is so in the pageant concept you're gonna look funny when you're grinning and you're doing this insane posture but on stage you're gonna look great like I would not walk around looking like um how do I say this I would not walk around looking like I have a upside down rainbow for a back and my teeth always out and in heels all the time like, I wouldn't do that, like, on a regular basis, but for pageantry, that looks great, (laughs) that looks great on stage, so it's, again, going, going back to the concept of you're the only one who thinks you look stupid, so if that's an affirmation you want to write in, do it, I do that a lot, um, well, it's one i memorize, so I just say it to myself a lot, but that's what I have to say about that, it's, it's simple as that, no, not as simple as that, it's a lot to, you know, do, but concept-wise, that that's it. I know it's hard to do, but that that's it. <laughs> um what about the days I don't feel confident? Like I've said, we're all human. We are all going to have really really weird days and really bad days. Like we all have stuff going on. We all have issues, personal problems, stresses, jobs, school, whatever we're doing, financial issues, like everything. We all have problems. So, on the days you don't feel confident, I think it's really important to remember being graceful to yourself and being kind. Just be kind to yourself. I've had um, a problem with this for a while and I'm working on it. Um, I'm doing better about it now. But, you know, take care of yourself. If you're having a really bad day and maybe, you know, I'm trying to find an example. If you're having a bad day and let's say you have to go to class maybe text your friend in advance and say hey I'm not having a really great day just you know leave me be and I just want to take notes by myself it can be as simple as that and they can say hey are you good like you sure you don't need anything you're like yeah no, I'm just like tired and just you know low confidence day whatever you want to say um but that goes to my next point tell somebody about it I think one of the things that people need to do more of is vent I think personally I don't see a lot of that going on I mean I do. I'm in college. There's a lot of stuff going on, so I, I see a lot of people vent all the time, but when it comes to, like, personal problems that's, like, happening in our head, I don't see a lot of that venting going on. I see people venting about other people and classes and situations and stuff like that, but when you're having just a hard mental day, I don't see a lot of people saying, I'm just having a hard day. Like, I don't know. Like, I wish I saw that more of that kind of venting going on, so... That's what I would urge is, you know, vent about it. Tell somebody how you're feeling. They don't have to solve anything. You can just say, you know, I'm just, I'm really good confidence today. You know, I just feeling a little low, feeling a little, little sluggish today. And maybe you guys can have a cute little movie and pizza night. I don't know. Treat yourself nice. That's what I got to say. Um, go to the gym if that makes you feel a little less stressed, a little less low. Um, if that's one of the days that you would usually push yourself, don't push yourself, just let yourself be comfortable, you know, don't, don't do anything extreme, because if you try to push yourself out of your comfort zone on a day where you're telling yourself, I do not feel it today, you're just gonna hurt yourself even more, and you're just gonna have a really bad day, because you're gonna be only thinking about it all day, so just take a break, relax, you're human, just, you know, do your thing, take care of yourself, um, and our last question, after however many years you've been in pageants for, what would you say to your younger self about maintaining that strong headspace? <laughs> headspace, that's my podcast. Um, Okay, what would you say to your younger self about maintaining that strong headspace? Ooh, I would say, well, for me, again, I faked it till I made it, and I made it, I didn't even realize it. So, one thing I would try to tell myself is, seriously, don't look for validation from outside sources. Learn as you go, and validate yourself as you go. That's what I would say. But, um, about maintaining that strong headspace, about being confident, and everything like that, I would say, like, what I've been saying a lot to you guys is that it's hard to keep up with, um, especially in pageantry, the it changes so much like fashion changes every single year like there's so many changes when it comes to patentry because patentry follows makeup trends and fashion trends and all that stuff and then you get stressed with money and then there's just so many things but I think a good thing to remember when it comes to confidence is that you're gonna go up and down especially in patentry. in life of course you're gonna go up and down but patentry is a little different because it's very extreme because as much as you want to find acceptance within yourself and validate yourself and know that you are good enough, it's hard when you're competing for a title, like a national title or a state title. It's hard. That's a hard thing to do. It's a really big thing to do. It's a really big mental thing to get past. And, you know, once you don't win that national title, you still have to say to yourself, I'm still worthy enough for it. Even though you didn't get it or earn it, it's still a very hard thing to do. And that's a really hard thing that a lot of girls in pageantry face. No matter how much they've worked for it, deserve it, everything like that, it's a really hard thing to just, you know, walk away from that opportunity and not achieve that opportunity, but still tell yourself, I still deserved it, I still earn it, like I'm still here for it, like I still am that person. Because after you essentially don't achieve that title or that crown and banner or that, success you feel unworthy but that goes with a lot of things in life so if you can relate to this in any other sport which I think I know a lot of sports can do that um sport life job school anything like that it's just it it's just yeah it's hard so what I would say is your confidence will go up and down but what you need to do again is highlight those points when you do make a success, when you are successful. Because you will have times where you will fall flat on your face and fail. Or you will just come up short, you know? And it's a really hard thing for girls to face in pageantry, and especially the entertainment industry, because it's not only just like, oh, you know, oops, I didn't do it. It's like, oh, I didn't do it, and everyone saw. It's really hard. And I think no matter how hard you work at it, every girl is going to suffer from confidence when it comes like, like depletion and confidence. When it comes to pageantry, like every queen, everyone has suffered from that, and it's a hard thing, but it's part of the sport. And I urge girls who are in pageantry to talk to somebody about it. Um, I personally talk to a professional about you know my issues when it comes with confidence and accepting myself in pageantry, as well as my own personal issues, but it's just one of those, it's hard, you know, it's just hard. Um, so I urge you if you're in a sport or job or anything like that, that's a really demanding and goal oriented thing. Remind yourself, oh, it's a little rude. Um, remind yourself that you are doing really well. You're doing really good. And I hope you have a good support system behind you that are telling you that they are proud of you of your success so far because that that is also a huge deal. And if you don't, it's okay. Just know that you're proud of yourself and that you've done so much. I think that's a really big thing. So being in pageantry for how long I have and something I would tell my younger self is that you need to reward yourself for when you do the smallest good. The smallest success, you need to recognize that. I think that's so incredibly important. I will say over and over again in so many ways, but do that. But I like the note we ended on. You cute little sentimental, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> but I think I'm about done for today. I'm going to wrap it up, but I hope this episode was not confusing as I think it was. I'm not sure. I hope that it got through to you guys. I hope you guys heard me clearly. I hope it just all made sense. But yeah, I'm feeling pretty good on that note. I hope that everyone's day but i hope everyone's doing good i hope that you're taking care of yourselves doing the thing but yeah that is all for now and thank you guys so much for listening goodbye